Hello, and welcome back to Water, Water Everywhere, the podcast that's all about our most valuable natural resource, water. Salty and fresh, I'm one of your hosts, Carly Banghouse, and that's my dog, Eleanor. (laughs) And I'm the other host, Lila Glansberg. Lila is our resident mermaid sea captain, meaning she shares her knowledge of marine life and salt water. And I'm a landlocked hydrologist specializing in the movement of freshwater and how it impacts our day-to-day lives. Um, This week, I think we have a very spooky episode in honor of Halloween. Lila, are you afraid at all? Uh, I'm absolutely terrified. (laughs) What's what's this episode about? Um, It's about water witches. Have you ever heard of such a thing? No. (laughs) A water witch. (laughs) Not until just now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, good. I'm that. That makes me happy. Then maybe mm-hmm. you'll you'll be impressed. I don't know. So, anyways, today we're just gonna dive into the history of water, which is I will get to what that is in a second, and we're gonna understand how they can help with the drought crisis. So let's get wet. <laughs> I'm good. I'm having kind of a sleepy day. Yeah. Um, I have a weighted blanket now and I slept super good last night, but you know, sometimes you sleep too good and it makes you tired. <laughs> oh, definitely. Just um, me. Okay. No, that was me. I think I'm in the same exact boat as you. I slept in like two hours later than I intended to. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And which didn't need to happen because I went to bed early also. So I'd say I'm also like, t- like sleepy all day from sleeping. Yeah. It throws off your whole day. It's terrible. But other than that, I'm good. Are you good? How are you? I'm good. No, I'm good. So um, everyone listening, we had started recording earlier and then we got sidetracked because my apartment was so loud. We kept hearing cars. I was like, why is this so much louder than normal? And then I remembered I had opened all of my windows in my apartment because um, like right before we started recording, I... um, burnt toast so badly that my apartment was filled with smoke <laughs> like it was burnt the toast <laughs> almost on fire like I didn't even realize because oh god it's so stupid I don't have a toaster so I was using my You're pan using your oven no like my stovetop so it's frozen so I just do like it just it it works just fine yeah but I left wait it like there. a pan or just like a pan opens okay <laughs> you put a pan down you put butter on it and then you do a toast you put the toast put the bread down yeah 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 but okay because it's frozen but you just ignored it and then it yeah burned. <laughs> yeah like for 20 minutes and i was like what's that fucking smell and everything's oh, no. like filled with smoke anyways so that's how i'm doing <laughs> i'm doing good mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay um so you mentioned you haven't heard of water witches correct i am <laughs> unfamiliar i'm unfamiliar with water witches Okay, so I am super ready for Halloween. I know you are too. Uh, I am. Can I say why? Uh, yeah. Do do, we... do you want to say why, or I can say why? <laughs> you can say why. Uh, my brother is getting married on Halloween. Yay! Ooh. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just realized it's, you should I'm... have gone as a water witch. I could have gone as a water witch. I'm going as a pirate instead. Okay. Because that's kind of close to my actual job. And so I feel like 
it's like a socially acceptable costume to wear <laughs> to a brother's wedding. I don't know if anyone else is actually going to be dressed up. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. But, um, well, you know, my brother, I was talking to him. I was like, hey, I got this dress. You know, is it cool if I wear this, whatever? And he was like, yeah, you could wear that, but you could also go in costume. And I was like, why would I go in costume? And then I was like, why wouldn't I go in costume? <laughs> Duh. And then I found a pirate hat at Goodwill. <laughs> amazing and here we are i know thank you but i should have gone as a water witch <laughs> next year next year next time he gets married <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right guys well let's begin okay so i just want to begin with saying that um what we're going to talk about is not based in science and i just want people to remember that um because it was upsetting me like there's no I don't know false claims upset me so but let's get into this okay so water witches or the practice of was described by the New York Times as an occult practice <laughs> and they're also known as dowsers or diviners um, they use rods a forked stick pendulum or something similar to locate groundwater minerals or other hidden lost substances um, for the purpose of this episode, I only want to talk to the talk about the practice of searching for water. I'm sure all the other stuff is really interesting. I know some of them find buildings that were buried underground. So <laughs> there's whole buildings underground. Like um, people can find no. them using <laughs> like, using um, a, a rod. Like arche from an archaeology standpoint, like old structures. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing like office buildings, like with desks and computers. <laughs> it's like, who, how did we not know those were there? It's like that movie, um, Us. Did you see that horror movie? That George I did Peele? not. Okay, never mind. No, but I know, I know of it. I didn't see it. I can't do scary stuff, guys. Me neither. <laughs> and I did it. So. Is it scary? Yeah. Okay. I probably would watch it again. Third underground building in it? Oh, uh, yeah. The whole okay. like, universe is underground. Like. Oh. I don't whatever <laughs> anyway sure go watch the movie <laughs> I need to drink a sip of water but I don't have any go get some okay. hydration is important oh yeah welcome back thank you You're welcome all right <laughs> okay so water dousing involves the claim that a person can locate underground sources of water without using any scientific instruments Typically, the person that is dousing holds sticks or rods and walks around a property in the hopes that the rods will dip, twitch, or cross when they walk over the underground water. So, um, in reality, most experts would describe the practice as a pseudoscience, a collection of beliefs or practices mistakenly regarded as being based on scientific method. Um, astrology, for example, is a pseudoscience. I know that upsets people, but it is. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Spoken like a true Gemini rising, <laughs> if I may say so. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you're funny. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so the method is thought to have come into vogue in the Middle Ages in Europe. And according to the National Groundwater Association, it is totally without scientific merit. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> According to the American Society of Dowsers, though, um, d 
Divining the location of water dates back many millennia. In the Tassili Caves of Northern Africa, an 8,000-year-old cave painting depicts a man holding a forked stick, apparently using it to search for water. Historical images that appear to represent dowsing supposedly appear all over the world in the temples of Egyptian pharaohs, in ancient Chinese etchings, and more. Um, that's directly from their website. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And while I'm pretty sure most of that is true, like, it was hard to back up a lot of these claims. Um, okay. <laughs> the most classic method of um, searching for water as a water witch is using, um, <clears throat> sorry, using a forked stick, like a wishbone shape, um, usually from willow, peach, or witch, which, Jesus, I can't talk today. Cool. I'm like not doing okay in this podcast. Here, move, move your lips and I'll do the talking and no one will know the difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> the most classic method is using a forked stick, like a wishbone shape, usually from willow, peach, or witch hazel trees. Oh my God. That was really good. <laughs> do I do a good Carly? <laughs> Eleanor, stop barking. Eleanor, stop. <laughs> my moon is in Aquarius. <laughs> that's such a great impression thank you <laughs> i'm sure no one can tell the difference <laughs> no it was so amazing uh, one, every time get the giggles every time okay <laughs> anyways one fork is held in each hand with the palms facing upward the bottom or the butt end of the y is pointed skyward at an angle of about 45 degrees The water witch then walks back and forth over the area to be tested. When they pass over a source of water, the butt end of the stick, excuse me, is supposed to rotate or be attracted downward. So can I ask a question? Yeah. Is this a good question time? Yeah. Um, Is there, I know we talk a lot about how this isn't really a science, but why does the stick dip when there's water near? Are you going to get to this? Yeah. There's like a, okay. Yeah. There's a reason. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then ignore me. No. I'm gonna edit this right out. No, no, no. Okay. Good question. <laughs> anyway, so um, just to give you a quick synopsis on what groundwater actually is for the purpose of this. Um, so the belief in dowsing typically involves the misunderstanding that groundwater or underground water consists of large underground rivers flowing through caverns. Um, this way of thinking, in this way of thinking, one spot on a farm would be a good location to drill a well because it's lined up with the underground river, whereas another spot 20 feet down would be a bad location since it misses the, the underground river. In reality, most underground water does not flow in rivers, that's not the case, but instead flows everywhere through tiny pores and cracks in the rocks. In any climate that receives a moderate amount of rainfall, you'll always hit water if you dig deep enough. So that's why, like, there's wells everywhere. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, like, you know, it's obviously going to be harder to find a well, to find water in a well in the desert than it is, like, out here. But anyways. Okay, therefore, the question... (laughs) Thank you. Therefore, (laughs) therefore the question (laughs) is to, is not to ask, wait... What? Therefore, the question to ask is not. <laughs> yeah. The question to ask isn't. 
this is not <laughs> what spot on my farm has water underneath therefore, it <laughs> jesus christ hold on therefore you should not folks just to be clear because i'm i'm carly's translator today um <laughs> the question that you should not be asking is what spot on my farm has water under it because guess what folks the water is everywhere <laughs> good job thank you exactly good job so if, you, if you got a farm you're looking for water Look no further. Look no further, Look buddy. down. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So the right question to ask would be, how deep would I have to dig to hit the water table? So it's not where it's... Oh. How deep? How deep is your love? Another important question to ask when drilling a well is, does my ground contain the right kind of rock that will release its water fast enough to fill my well? Even if there's water in the ground, a dense rock with small pores may release its water too slowly to be useful. So water wow. witches don't know that. <laughs> Apparently. Water witches cannot figure out how dense the rock is. Correct? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, but. So, like, one of their, like, <laughs> claim to fames for, like, um, that water witching works and dousing works is this one study where in one article it was like the, the facts were different in both articles so I'm very confused so I'm going to read both of them and then I couldn't find the study anywhere else so tell me what you think <laughs> okay <laughs> so this one said a 10-day study conducted by the German government in the 1990s actually perplexed the scientific community Researchers paired up experienced geologists and water witches, sending them to dry regions like Sri Lanka, Kenya, and Yemen. Scientists were surprised to find that many of the dowsers were spot on. In Sri Lanka alone, drill teams drilled 691 wells under the supervision of dowsers and found water 96% of the time. Yeah. Wow. So that, that like, this is what I've heard about dowsing is that like, it doesn't seem like it should work, but it's been interestingly successful. Exactly. But, and here's why. So again, as we just said, no matter where you drill, as long as you go deep enough, you're bound to find water eventually. Uh. <laughs> but in this particular study, the dowsers were also asked to tell their drill teams at what depth they find the water and how much water they would find. The study's findings showed that the dowsers' predictions concerning depth and volume were accurate within 10 to 20 percent. Um interesting so, so that, like for a scientific study that's not super accurate but for something like this 10 to 20 percent is, is pretty good no so this this all oh. sounds fine and accurate so sure that this was one place where i saw that study and then, then this was the opposing view um mm. from a blog i think called science questions with surprising answers but it's got a dot edu url so i don't know we'll okay see. <laughs> <laughs> Various controlled scientific studies over the last hundred years have repeatedly found that water dousing does not work. For instance, 30 expert dowsers were invited to Kassel, Germany in 1990 to have their abilities tested in a study organized by James Randi. Pipes carrying flowing water were buried underground at known locations and the dowsers were tested as to their ability to determine if water was flowing through the pipes. All failed to do better than random guessing. In the book, Carl Sagan's Universe, James Randi describes the tests. He said, 
While while we were there, we just we designed a series of tests, as I have done in many countries around the world, to test the fourth stick or the pendulum or the coat hanger wires or whatever. Some people do it with their hands, and we did it in Castle, Germany two years ago. A very definitive set of tests. And of course, it proved that the law of averages works quite well, but dousing doesn't. <laughs> so uh, they're talking about the same study, right? Both Germany, 1990. Um, interesting. So I don't know. I uh, wonder. Mm. Yeah. Also, the, you're quoting from a book by Carl Sagan and... He was on uh, the board of a museum that I used to work at. Isn't that fun? That is super fun and super cool. Yeah, that's all. Sorry. Off topic. No, I love Continue. it. That's amazing. Name drop. He doesn't know who I am at all. I've never seen him. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so some researchers also believe that humans can detect the presence of water by some trace amount of energy that it releases. Others believe that the talent is all in the dousing rod. Still more say that this art is nothing more than a clever hoax. But um, like we said earlier, one scientific explanation for what happens when people douse is that, um, you know me and my words, <laughs> ideomotor <laughs> movements. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, that sounds right. I would have said idio idiomotor idiomotor movements <laughs> which are muscle <laughs> movements caused by subconscious mental activity mm-hmm. um like like playing on a ouija board i think is what i when they, they say this that's what it reminds me of oh yeah when you like twitch your fingers yeah because and... it so right muscle movements caused by subconscious mental activity make anything held in the hands move it looks and feels as if the movements are involuntary um and the same phenomenon has been shown to lie behind movements of objects. Oh, wait. Jesus Christ. I already said that. <laughs> Lila, I'm not doing okay. You're doing great. The reason why I wanted to talk about water witching in the first place was because I saw it pop up in the news over the summer. Um, when there were like heat breaking records all over the West Coast. Um, California's roads were melting, um, clams in the Pacific North Northwest were cooking in the water. Gross. Lake Mead reached an all time low. Like things were not good, you know, fires everywhere. Um, and they're suffering the effects of climate change more and more each year. We see that every, every summer is like breaking the record from the last summer. Um, but even if you don't live there, chances are you eat the produce and you might drink the wine that comes from there. Farmers and vintners' wells are running dry and they're being forced to turn off their taps. Uh, I think that desperate times call for desperate measures. And I, this is where water witches came into play because, you know, I think you're just always willing to do anything you can to save your business and your life. So, mm. <laughs> right? I would try one when science is failing, especially because science is so slow, you know? Yeah. And it sounds like this. I don't know if it works. It works like whatever. Do, do what you got to do. Sure. Yeah. Um, but one water witch based out of California said that this is the busiest I think I've ever been in my life, <laughs> which is great for him and bad for everyone else. His <laughs> 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 name is Rob oh, Thompson, no. and he claims he can locate groundwater in the fractures of the Earth's bedrock using just two rods and a hunch. 
But uh, I should also add that he happens to be a second-generation water diviner who formerly co-owned one of Northern California's largest well-drilling companies and claims to have found thousands of groundwater sites across the state. Um, So, I mean, who knows if he's a witch or if he's just like a really well-trained driller. Yeah, or like a waterbender. Oh, okay. Also, um, <laughs> of all the names of a water witch, Rob Thompson is, that... is not what I would have expected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to be a person that's a water witch. Yeah. A yeah. self-identified water look witch. look up a picture of him, too. He doesn't look like yeah. one either. I'm, I'm picturing like a, an orange polo shirt. No, he looks mm. like he could be in, um, what's that? And Pawn Stars, like one of those guys, kind of. Oh, wow. Like Duck Dynasty. At first, I thought you said Pond Stars. <laughs> it's like, there's a show about ponds? Yeah, it's of disgusting. Of course, I've never heard of it. They make people <laughs> swim in fucking gross-ass ponds. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Stars. Anyway, <laughs> please continue. Um, and according to the end-all be-all of scientific water data, in my opinion, the USGS stated on their website that case histories and, and demonstrations of dowsers may seem convincing, but when dowsing is exposed to scientific examination, it presents a very different picture. The natural explanation of successful water dowsing is that in many areas, underground water is so prevalent close to the land surface that it would be hard to drill a well and not find water. In a region of adequate rainfall and favorable geology, it's difficult not to drill and find water. So, yeah. Did I drill that into your head or what? Oh, <laughs> jeez. Uh, nice. so, some water exists Very under good. the Earth's surface almost everywhere. This explains why many dowsers appear to be successful. To, lo- to locate groundwater accurately, however, as to depth, quantity, and quality, several techniques must be used. Hydrologic, geologic, and geophysical knowledge is needed to determine the depths and extent of different water-bearing strata and the quantity and quality of water found in each. The area must be thoroughly tested and studied to determine these facts. Hmm. And, um, you know, what the USGS says goes in my book. Yeah, I trust them. Yeah. Okay, so at this point, I I really wanted the water witches to to make a comeback in my story. So I went to the source. I went to the American Society of Dowsers at dowsers.org. And I can't lend them too much credibility, unfortunately. (laughs) But I did come across some fun anecdotes from their history page. Um, What is true is that dowsing was being practiced thousands of years ago before modern technology and science. Back when, you know, if you can't explain what's going on, you usually, they were, you know usually attributing everything to like the gods or some divine intervention or so that's how people would try to understand what was happening so i think that's why people think that dousing or thought dousing back then would be a good practice like you know they're like oh he found water he must be a witch Mm -hmm. um the asd as i'm gonna call them um are basically using any sort of like ancient relic that they find in paintings or like 
like cave paintings or um, old artifacts, anything that resembles like a pendulum or like a forked stick as evidence that dowsing occurred where it was found. Um, but I don't know. I feel like they were grasping at straws. But so like, sorry. Yeah. Uh, if you if they found like a forked stick, just like anywhere, they'd be like dowsing happened here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They they like All referenced right. the Bible multiple times. Well. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, but but now we are definitely getting those occult vibes for Halloween. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> So I so took you, a few thing, a few things from their website yeah. that I wanted to to talk about. So apparently, the term dowsing first appeared in an essay by John Locke in 1650. He wrote that by the use of the dowsing rod, one could devise or discover water and precious minerals such as gold and silver and mineral and ore. Locke has appropriated his phrase from the long dead English West Country language of Cornwall, where in Cornish doozies meant goddess and rod meant tree branch and from which he coined the phrase dowsing rod um i couldn't back that up i don't know <laughs> moving on okay <laughs> they claim that london england's 1912 edition of mining magazine published the first translation of a latin opus into english it was called on metals in praise of dowsing which had been first published 356 years earlier the translators were a professional american mining engineer and his wife the engineer later gained fame and won notoriety as 31st president herbert clark hoover um as chris bird notes god knows had president and chris bird is like a prominent dowser in the community he said okay. if he said god knows had president hoover been an expert dowser himself he might have predicted and therefore prevented the great stock market crash of 1929 so, <laughs> uh, yes, we all know that that was caused by a lack of Dowsing. dowsers in yeah. the community. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Wow, wait. <laughs> Herbert, sorry, President Hoover of the Hoover Dam. Yes. Used to translate things. You know, okay, I'm not a history buff, y'all, but I didn't Me know either. he was like a mining guy. Me he was neither. involved with mining. Again, was he? Is, am I, is that just. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. Huh. Well. Minor? Yeah, what's his background? All the people listening that are actually paid attention in social studies class right They're now are screaming. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, he was a mining en engineer. Wow. Be before That's serving, Ho Herbert Hoover had achieved international success as a mining engineer and worldwide gratitude as the great humanitarian who fed war-torn Europe during and after World War I. Huh. Okay. <laughs> but then there was like a Hooverville and then I remember that. And yeah. that the Hoover Dam is named after him. Did he do that or did they name it after him like after he died? Do you know? That's just close to where you used to live. That's around when it was built, so it was probably when he was president. Yeah, it was when he was president. I okay. Think. Yeah. All right. Thanks for going down this history tangent with me. No prob. I love it. And me too. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. So the the guy who wrote their like hi history or whatever, mm -hmm. um, they're like 
you know, most famous person. He said, well, the, for the, the, sorry, Chris, the dowsing guy, Chris, dowsing Bird. Guy, Chris Bird. Okay. Yeah. Well, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term, let me say that you won't find anything of value in current dictionaries or encyclopedias. Those comments prepared by Orthodox scholars are incomplete and inaccurate, giving only a few descriptions, generally summarizing all with cryptic comment that dowsing is simply folklore. Um, so, and this is a definition that he would prefer over the one in the dictionary. Dowsing is the exercise of a human of a human faculty which allows one to obtain information in a manner beyond the scope and power of the standard human physical senses of sight, sound, touch, etc. Or to douse is to search for anything. So, interesting. Okay. Just so everyone knew that the dictionary was wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One last quote uh, from this guy. The next question is simply, how does dowsing work? Countless theories abound, and even today, yet I am not absolutely certain that any one or even a combination of such theories discloses the whole story. I am persuaded that Moses and the ancient priesthood clearly understood the mechanism by which it worked. However, they never released such critical data to the masses, therefore recognizing that to have done so would have meant a loss of power and prestige for them. The premier consideration is simply this dowsing works and with proper understanding training time patience study and regular practice especially in the beginning stages it will work for the most important person in the world you (laughs) when thomas last thing he said when inventor thomas edison was once asked what is electricity he replied i don't know but it's there so let's use it (laughs) we know what it is now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know electricity know. was around when Moses was a thing but do you think Moses could use electricity and he just didn't want to give up any of his power or uh, clearly yeah, yeah. A pres- prestige is that the word he used prestige yes mm. well that's fun and interesting yeah it's always fun to see how pseudoscience upholders and believers are all like how they choose to defend it I know. I know. Fun. It's, yeah. Spooky. (laughs) Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, so spooky. So um, if anyone's interested in trying dowsing for yourself, um, you could try a little experiment for Halloween. Um, (laughs) So see what your results are and let us know if this actually works because we're going to need all the help we can get when it comes to water availability. So maybe we can all just run out and douse a little and then we'll find um, more wells, just like the guy said. Yeah. So it's really quite simple. This is what you're going to do, okay? You're going to cut a Y-shaped stick from a tree, making sure that all three sections of the Y are between 12 and 16 inches long. Your dowsing rod should also be relatively flat, no branches sticking out in odd directions. You're going to grab both ends of the Y in an underhanded grasp so that the heels of your hands are facing towards the sky as shown in the photo, which I guess now I have to put a photo, (laughs) and hold the dowsing rod horizontally so that it points in front of you. Keep your grasp somewhat loose and slowly walk around searching for water. Some say that it helps if you concentrate on finding water as you walk. As you approach a water source, you should feel your dowsing rod start to bend towards the ground. This is the tricky part. 
Many experienced dowsers say that as you zero in on the water source, the dowsing rod will bend towards the earth quite sharply, which means you'll need to tighten your grasp on the rod so that you don't drop it. So. Whoa. Yeah. I <laughs> cannot even fathom that happening to me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's got to be. Do we know why the Y shape works? We don't. I No, because yeah. you can use a pendulum too. Um, and it said he said some people use their hands back yeah. in the in the Carl Sagan book, yeah, quote, whatever that guy's name was. Yeah, some people use their hands. What if you're just walking around and all of a sudden your hands stick to the ground? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know either. <laughs> I love it though. Pro dowsing. Yeah, pro dowsing. Let's <laughs> get shirts. Yeah. Um, and if you would like to know more, go to dowsers.org. Um, and guess what? You can even find a dowser near you. Oh my god. Uh, I searched, I went searching to see what was going on and they have, they're like, see, find one near you. There's five in the whole country. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> good luck. But maybe it's near you. Yeah. Where are they? There was like, there's like three on the East coast. Okay. A couple in California and the rest were like random, I think. Wow. Find one near you. <laughs> yeah. Here's all five of them. <laughs> Would you like to increase your search radius to 300 <laughs> miles? Uh, okay, guys. So, anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for bearing with us. <laughs> Whoa, to my sleep. bearing with us. We did a great job. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was sleepy, so I hope I didn't come across as sleepy. But thank you for being here. And thanks for listening to Water Water Everywhere. Please subscribe to our show. Give us a follow on Instagram at water.watereverywhere, where you can find... Um, links our website everything uh that you might want from us so happy halloween and goodbye see you next time